What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? It's, uh, it's strange times, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember the last time we did uh, Imperial Broadcast, to be honest with you, but um, whatever, whenever it was, things were a lot different now than, the, than in, in the world. I think it was a couple weeks ago. From when we last did it, so, uh, you know, I mean, certainly, certainly, certainly a weird time, and, you know, obviously everyone, you know, stay safe, you know, if you're yes. listening to this, of course, but, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, provide some entertainment, you know, in these in, mm-hmm. the, in this next uh, hour or so. Um, yeah. So trying to think, is there any kind of Star Wars plague or Star Wars... Virus, I haven't I haven't yeah. seen one. The only one I've seen is is very bizarre kind of arc in the Star Wars comic, um, where where uh, they even that wasn't really a virus. It was more like mind control. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I can't think of one. There's any kind of viral outbreak in the Star Wars universe. Um, but uh, but yeah, these are very trying times right now. Everyone is trying to stay safe, and I hope everyone out there is staying safe as well. Good thing there's uh, keeping uh, healthy. Good thing we've got a uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, the Black Shadow. You remember the Black Shadow virus? And what did it say? Did, does it have a? Re- it has to have references for what that was from. Black Shadow. That, that's Legends. Um, oh, okay. Well, that could yeah, be any, anywhere. The Black Shadow. Anywhere, virus. anything. <laughs> it's way too much of Legends for me to keep track of all of it. The black wing, the the black wing virus. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, they had to. Have... Pablo Hidalgo knows this stuff, Shamar. Oh yeah, I'm sure he knows it by heart. He could he could have told if he was on this podcast. He could have <laughs> told me. Kathleen Kennedy knows this stuff, man. No, I highly doubt that. <laughs> Very highly doubt that. But um, but yeah, I mean. You know, these are very definitely are trying times. I hope everyone out there is staying safe, you know, keeping healthy. And um, so that way we can all, of course, continue to enjoy our Star Wars, continue reading our books, novelizations, novels, comics, short stories, all that stuff, and watching Clone Wars um, until yeah. we get Mandalorian Season 2, which I haven't heard anything about that being pushed back yet, right? Yeah, this is a, obviously it's a strange didn't, wait, didn't, they, didn't they finish production on that? Or finish, finish. They were, like, they were getting close to finish shooting. shooting. Yeah, they were getting close to finishing shooting. I, th- uh, I know okay, what you yeah, call I thought, it. Maybe I, maybe I, I think maybe the last time we finish. were we were on, I think I maybe said that Gina Carano was done with her. Set. Yeah, the, yeah. So they, lines, yeah. so they were they they were certainly approaching the end. So yeah. So hopefully, you know, it may that be doesn't doable. get pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It still. We'll see. Uh, it should be interesting to see how anything, all of these properties, on Disney, Disney Plus. Uh, they get affected. Obviously, the Marvel stuff will certainly get affected. But uh, will the will the Star Wars stuff get affected? Will if there is a Clone Wars sequel show or Rebel sequel show, whatever you want to call it, uh, will that be affected? You know, will mm-hmm. you know? You said Mandalorian season two be affected. Will Cassian Endor be affected? You know, all these things obviously will come into question. It's interesting because with a lot of those things, I wonder how many people. Um, because President Trump had said, you know, he recommended no groups of 10 or more people, which I'm just like, I mean, well, when, and this is just based on, it, I could be wrong. This is just based on all the behind the scenes things that the I've visual, seen. Yeah. yeah. Usually I don't see like a, a large amount of people on top of, each in, other. on top of each other in a recording studio. 
you know, so maybe it's something that could still get done. Yeah, animated animation might yeah, animation. Be fine. I wouldn't think that you know they wouldn't be able to stagger out. Maybe you don't have that many people in the building. Right. Maybe you don't have that many people in the studio. You know, maybe there's something, some way that you can work it out so that you're still keeping, you know, whatever distance you need, but you can still at least get the work done. Right. So, um, so yeah. And that's obviously the best case scenario for everyone involved. For the voice actors so they can still get paid. For the animators so they can still get paid and keep their jobs. Yeah. You know, so it's all, you know, um, they we could all try to... They go try to find some way to work around that. Yeah, um, things so such as like casting stuff. and stuff are gonna be weird though. Any yeah, type of yeah, job anywhere is gonna be weird for yeah. the next couple months. But yeah, um, yeah, that, that's gonna be tough. Uh, something else has come out recently. Uh, Greg Grumberg, Greg Grumberg, who is uh, apparently best friends. I don't say best friends, but childhood friends of J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Uh, they've known each other since kindergarten, apparently, and. He was being interviewed uh, about Star Wars, about many things, but uh, particularly Star Wars. And, you know, they asked him about J.J., of course, given his relationship. And they asked him, uh, they asked him one, is there anything about, you know, any beef between him and Ryan Johnson? Is that real? Obviously, what do you expect Grumberg to say? Yeah, you know, they hate each other. <laughs> yeah, J.J. hates Ryan. No, I mean, he, he squashed that for the most part. said that, that, you know, that's not what he's heard, essentially. It's not what he's known. Okay. Uh, and that uh, they asked him about is there any floating uh, you know Abrams cut which we've talked about is there anything you know uh, was Abrams really blindsided by what he saw and is there a director's cut and uh, Grunberg uh, denied that said that that's not true apparently so mm-hmm. um, yeah different tune than what you know I think allies of Zack Snyder uh, maybe uh, how they reacted to Justice League and stuff but uh yeah but it's not surprising yeah yeah i mean it's not too surprising i mean jj has always been 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 disney's guy or, or disney star wars disney lucas films um you know um kind of their go-to guy uh and for good reason i thought he did a decent job on force awakens even though i thought it was very derivative of the original trilogy um and he's a very talented filmmaker but um but yeah, obviously I didn't love the Rise of Skywalker, but um, you know that was always a rumor, and it was always very dramatic, you know, yeah. and a little hard to believe in the first place. That that and they were so they were so bombastic, and mind you, Grunberg could just be covering for the, for the situation to make sure he doesn't make it worse. But taking what he's saying on face value, I mean, it can't be too surprising that. The director was blind, wasn't blindsided by what he saw. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that would be kind of crazy. But all right. Uh, with that being said, we can jump into our first topic, and it is a whopping first topic. Uh, I'm sure any all of you out there listening have probably read or seen this somewhere. Uh, but Ahsoka Tano, a famous character from the Clone Wars animated series, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Um, is apparently, according to uh, first uh, slash film, slash film, yeah, and then reiterated in, in multi second source, second source, all, all all other all the other trades are basically picking it up at this point. Yeah, that uh, Ahsoka Tano will be appearing in the Mandalorian season two, and she will be played by Rosario Dawson, um, who is a famous actress, voice actress, um, who's done many, many, many different things. 
Uh, she's very, very talented, has expressed interest in the role before. Yeah. So this is very exciting. I think that... Um, I think this could be... Personally, I think this could be... Um, this could be something very special. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this... And I don't want Ahsoka to be a, you know, a main... I don't want her to steal the spotlight of um, the Mandalorian. I, I keep forgetting his name. They don't call him by his name. But the Mandalorian... Oh, right, right. <laughs> um, uh, I don't want her to completely steal his spotlight. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, okay. steal Pedro Pascal's character. You know, I don't want her to steal his spotlight. But this is going to be something crazy. Because this is Ahsoka post... Uh, Jedi. Yeah. So this is in Ahsoka. We, we have not the, seen at the end of Rebels. At the end of Re- yeah, the last time we saw her was at the end of Rebels. Um, so this is in, in the, I mean the end of um, uh, the end of Jedi is uh, is uh, quite a few years. Uh, this and this is five years after the end of Jedi, right? Or is it a few years after? Is at least a few years after the yeah, end of Jedi. yeah, a few years. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so yeah, this is a very very interesting time period. She's gonna be even older, probably even wiser. Uh, do you, do we know how far forward that flash forward was at the end of Rebels? That was after Episode Six. All right, um, so we been, don't know when, but we don't know exactly that was after when. the Battle of Endor and right stuff. Maybe when it flew off. Yeah. So I'm. Um, I mean, I don't know if we'll see her in that same white white garb that she was we in. We may. Um, but it's about the same era, so this should be this should be really this should really be something. And especially, I'm especially interested to see how interested she is in Baby Yoda, because they're propping up Baby Yoda, yeah, to be as being a recurring main character for many reasons, of course. <laughs> but like, yeah, have such a great story, right? <laughs> <laughs> so many things to do with them. But um, but yeah, Ahsoka could kind of be. Have the mentor guardian kind of role that the Mandalorian is trying to have right now, but that he's not really suited for because right. he's not he doesn't have any force powers. He never did. He has no idea how to manage that. Right. Ahsoka will know how to manage that. So I think that I'm especially interested in seeing that develop as well. Yeah, and Ahsoka would be the only person with the knowledge of Yoda. So yes. she'll see that and be like, "Whoa, yes. it's like Master Yoda," which would be crazy, but. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah. No. Nah, this is uh. This is certainly interesting because, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Soka Tano, Last time we saw her, uh, at that time period was at the end of Rebels. Uh, they cut it off. We don't know what's we don't know what's happened with her character. The rumors are you getting a Rebels sequel series. So, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. I don't think any of these things are a coincidence. I mean, yesterday was a Soka day. Yesterday we get the the Ahsoka Tano, the start of the Ahsoka Tano arc on Clone Wars, which we'll talk about, and we also get this announcement that Rosario Dawson will be playing Ahsoka Tano on the same day, and not only that, but that she'll be in the Mandalorian season two, which should be out around the same time as the Rebel sequel series. So it's all this cross promotion, like a coincidence. Dave Filoni works on both, works on all three technically. Uh, if that if the Rebel sequel series is a thing and if Ahsoka's a part of it, like he works on all three, clearly this is a Dave Filoni move. I mean, this is clearly Filoni. Obviously, Favreau plays a role. It's his show. You know, it's his it's his 
ship to run, but Filoni, uh, Ahsoka is Filoni's character. Yeah, so. I mean, there's a reason Filoni was in was was at that Lucasfilm or at that um, uh, the uh, celebration panel with Favreau and Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Filoni has a big role in Lucasfilm. He has a big role in this show, and um, it's not a shock. We know Dave Filoni loves the character. He's, created the character, helped create the characters, helped guide the character, and all of its development, so, um, not a, not a huge surprise that they would want to use her, um, it's, it's certainly fascinating, you know, she's not exactly, we've, we've theorized that, you know, what if they put a soak in this, this would be kind of crazy, that'd be kind of crazy, I don't know if I expected it in season two, but we also heard after the success of season one, they there was there were no limits for season two. They had no holds barred. Like they could do whatever they want. They use whatever character they want if it made any sense financially. And Ahsoka was, I'm sure, first on the list, first draft pick. Who could I, who could we put in this? Ahsoka Tyler. I mean, it, I mean, there's so much, and there's even more too. Because I remember the dark is in this as well. Yeah, um, and so when you bring that up, you yeah. have to think about who was Ahsoka with at the end of Rebels. Ah, she was with Sabine. Mm. Does this confirm not only Ahsoka's appearance in The Mandalorian, but does this confirm that Sabine will be in The Mandalorian season two? And is she the second draft pick? <laughs> second, yeah, second draft, and number two pick. No. But um, Sabine Wren, but Mandalore. We also were having rumors before. Remember Ahsoka was well. Remember we also had getting rumors that Janina Gavankar was going to be. In the Mandalorian, <laughs> who was she supposed to be? Oh, she was supposed I to be. Said, uh, I was playing Adversity. Yeah, yeah, it's Adversity, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we were getting rumors that she was going to be in, in the Mandalorian <laughs> season two. I, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about that, and then the Chloe Bennett Afra, and like I'm just like, it's just, just like way yo, too jam packed. Like, what if all, what honest. if they're all in it? What if they put in Ahsoka, an ep- an Ahsoka episode, and Adversio, Sabine, Sabine, uh, you know, uh, Afra, Afra. yeah. What if they put everybody in this? That would be... That would be too crowded, I think. I feel like that would be too crowded, because then how can you have a real story... You're going to overshadow the Yeah, I'll be very distracted. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be very distracted. Um, There was something about season one where, like, all the the side characters and ancillary characters were just ancillary characters. There were very few... You cared about the actors and actresses a lot of the time. They cast some big names to play some of these characters. But they were one-off characters. They were character you didn't really care much about so you really have to pay attention to the actual story and the development of uh the mandalorian and the child yoda baby yoda so if you start throwing in soka and sabine and afra and idiversio i i'm not there's less attention to be had for those for those two characters and more attention will be pushed to the the would-be ancillary character not which now are going to be major characters in the Star Wars universe. I'm not saying I don't want any any of them. Right. Um, as we've watched Rebels, we've watched Star Wars Resistance. Those two shows are much better when Vader's in it. Those two shows are much better when Kylo Ren's in it. You know, when Leia's in it. You know, like yeah. Obi Wan. Like those are the moments that make those shows as great as they were. Oh man, Resistance was great, but Rebels, as great as it was, was when those characters of Maul would show up. So obviously, if Mandalorian season two has like 
the major characters that we're talking about, that would help. But every episode could get distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we even talked about, look, Sasha Banks is supposed to be in it. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. And she used to be. That. We already, yeah. you know, it, yeah, there's also the thing of, and we'll, we'll I, I'll, I'll get into this with, with Ahsoka, but first, we even talk about, look, Sabine's in it. You know, does she, do you even have to cast Sabine? Because she may not take off her mask mm-hmm. or her helmet. That's true. And then you could just dub over Tia Sakaar. And that that's something that people have been Boy, how crazy would it be if we got a trailer at either Comic-Con or, uh, I mean, if, if, there, if there even yeah, is a Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even talking <laughs> about celebration If we got a trailer anymore. at, uh, yeah, 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 or celebration. I mean, celebration is later on. Celebration is in, like, August, I think, yeah. like, later August. People so that, are already like, can I, can, I, can I refund my ticket? <laughs> are you guys going to be providing yeah, refunds? We'll, we'll see if uh, Lucasfilm's willing to do that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, or celebration or any of these other things. We got a trailer that had Ahsoka and Sabine right. and uh, Afra. We already know we're getting Gideon. I mean, I mean, Iden Versio. The other thing you have to throw out there, if we're talking again, everyone's on the table. If you're, if you know, Favreau's like, I'll do a season two. You gotta give you everyone on the table. Everyone that's not Luke Conley on the table. Like, could Ezra show up? Could Thrawn show up? These are characters that are also still around, as far as we know. I don't think Disney would approve that. Anyone that's not Luke Han and Leia, just do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would think so too. But you know, yeah, I mean, once they Favreau, then would be like, who, who made Baby Yoda? Who made you all that money? <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so I that those are those are also possibilities for Mandalorian season two, which I have to get you excited. Um, on the other hand, we talk about the Rosario Dawson thing. Um, I, I I I think it's a good I think it's a good idea. You know, I'm not like I don't think it's a dream casting. I don't think it really is a dream casting. But I, don't, I don't think it's a dream casting either. But I think because like I mean, Ahsoka's orange. Yeah, like, she's, she's kind of yeah, it's gonna be hard a, for anybody to pull off. Yeah, it's like it's visually. Like, that's like uh, you know, is there a dream casting for like Nightcrawler or, <laughs> right. or something? It's like no, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, like, obviously, like, from that perspective, I don't know how it's going to look. I hope it looks good, you know? Like, I hope, I want to see concept art, I want to see, you know, posters, pictures and stuff, set photos before I can, like, be through the moon about it, over the moon about it, but, um, but no, I mean, Rosario Dawson's a great actress, she's one of the roles, so she knows she's not going to mail it in, this isn't a money grab. Yeah, it's not just a cash grab. Well, well, let me jump uh, on to Star Wars. Yeah, it's not like... It's a hot property. Or it's not like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Right. They're giving me this much money. (laughs) You know, it's like, no. You know, and so from that level, I'm excited. Um, There are some people, there are are definitely a, there's a strong portion of people. I wonder, I don't think this will affect it, but there are a strong portion of people that are not happy about this casting. Um, for a multitude of reasons. One, mm-hmm. there are people are upset. It's not actually Eckstein. Uh, to me, I think there's a difference between the animated and the live action. Yeah, it's very, it's very yeah. definitely 100% a difference. You know, and then I don't want to see any, you know, Rosario Dawson, but with Ashley Eckstein's voice, that'd just be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. That's that one. <laughs> that'd be very weird. So, um, I look, I think Ashley Eckstein is the animated Ahsoka. She's the Ahsoka for a lot of people, and that's fine. You know, like, and she's the original Ahsoka, as far as I'm concerned, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she has to play her uh, in live action. Um, 
I don't think the the guy that played Mr. Incredible, I forgot who played him, whoever played Mr. Incredible, uh, should be playing him in it if they did a live action <laughs> Incredible movie. <laughs> right. You know, so I, that, I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but um, there's also some stuff, you know, Rosario Dawson has some, some stuff in her in her history that people aren't happy about in recent years, mm-hmm. some LGBT, LGBT issues that people mm-hmm. are like, you know, she shouldn't be involved in Star Wars, mm-hmm. so I... Look, I mean, I, I can't speak on that, you know, but I just know that um, everything I know is mostly positive, but there are people that are just like, I, I don't want to watch if Rosario Dawson's in it. And I, you know, I I don't know. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, personally, I you know, I'll be fine. But um, but no, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a interesting, complex issue with this casting, but at the end of the day, I think Filoni uh, got the person he wanted. He got the the character he wanted, and I, I think this should be this should be interesting for the Mandalorian. Hopefully, like you said, it's just a guest role. But do we think that this has backdoor pilot potential? Does it have uh, spinoff potential? You know, because that's the other question. You know, will a character like Ahsoka show up in Episode Five of the Mandalorian season two, only to then be transitioned into her own? Uh, live action series. I don't want to be oversaturated with Ahsoka content personally. So like, if they're putting her in, in the Mandalorian season two, I hope it's just for the Mandalorian for the most part. If really? you're giving me, an, if you're giving, if she's gonna be a key cog in the Rebel sequel, that's my thing. I agree. If with the that. Rebel sequel has nothing to do with Ahsoka and Sabine, which to me seems unrealistic, but if it has nothing to do with Ahsoka and Sabine, it's just about Ezra, maybe Thrawn, or whatever else. Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe it's something about Luke and, you know, then fine. Make an Ahsoka series. I don't care. But I don't need the Ahsoka animated stuff, Ahsoka the Ahsoka animated. Clone then, Wars. Then Ahsoka and Mandalorian. Yeah, Ahsoka and then Mandalorian. Ahsoka, Ahsoka books. Own... <laughs> comics. And it's like, we don't need to be oversaturated with, with Ahsoka, but. Um, if their plan is to focus her into live action now, I don't think you cast Rosario Dawson just to play her in two episodes. You know, I think mm. she's, I think it's too big of a character, too big of an actress to just throw it away. I mean, maybe not. I mean, they cast some big actors and actresses in season one, but I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think Lucasfilm has any plans on, you know, I, I, at least I haven't seen any signs that Lucasfilm wants to just go full steam ahead, you know, Ahsoka or bust. We're going to put Ahsoka in as much content as we can. You know, I haven't seen that. I think they've actually been very tepid in terms of including Ahsoka in things. Like, I was surprised when we got that Ahsoka novel. I was like, wow, we're getting an Ahsoka novel? Yeah. Um, we still haven't gotten an Ahsoka comic book. So, I mean, we're. I think they've been very, very tepid. But I'm glad Ahsoka's starting to get some shine. And I'm very, very, very much looking forward to seeing her and Rosario Dawson's portrayal of her as Ahsoka in the uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, moving on, uh, our next topic is regarding Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. So The Rise of Skywalker is, and I believe it's available now digitally. Is that true? Uh, yes, it's available now. Available now digitally. So you can buy your copy, buy your copy online at all the digital, all the digital locations. Um, but it is coming to Disney Plus early. It's coming to Disney Plus on April third. Um, so they're pushing this. They're kind of pushing this because of this coronavirus outbreak, this COVID nineteen outbreak. Um, you know, so 
so that is a you know a bit of news there. Um, I think this move makes sense personally, and I think it's just good. I think it's it's you know part of and a lot of other entertainment outlets are doing this and you're kind of putting more content online, you know, putting more stuff, making more stuff available, making even new movies available online, just to give people something to do, you know, because so that the world doesn't go crazy. And so, yeah. <laughs> And um, you know they're doing this so Star Wars fans don't go crazy. So I think this I think this is a good move. You know I think this makes sense. I think it's a good move, and I hope that we get more stuff released sooner than. (laughs) (laughs) So I think about uh, for all the people listening, I'm sure like maybe a one one you know two percent of our listeners have probably seen the show Undergrads cartoon, but like you know the kid Gimpy who's like the Star Wars nerd in the in the show, like I can just imagine him like he'd be reveling in this. this <laughs> well, then not to leave, he just never left his show, and never left his, his room in, in that show anyway. Yeah, if you haven't seen, you should show. You should just watch. If you haven't seen him, there are compilations the on on YouTube. Yeah, just look just up his Star some Wars clips jokes. of him on YouTube. It's one of the funniest things. You've ever seen. <laughs> if you're a Star Wars fan, um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh, this is this is cool. This is definitely cool if you're if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, obviously, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of the Mandalorian, but oh, not the Mandalorian. Whoa. I am a big fan. Oh, hot Whoa. take, hot take. I hate everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Rise of Skywalker. You know, we both we've talked about that ad nauseum, but uh, still want to still we'll give it a second viewing. I'm not like oh, 100 totally. Against it's on, it's on Disney watching. Plus. Yeah, for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't imagine it'll get much better. After a second viewing, um, but I don't know, you know. And I'm also wondering if they're gonna have any add any of the like behind the scenes stuff because they do that with a lot of other stuff they put on Disney Plus. They'll yeah, they add do, like they the additional, yeah, yeah. They add all the additional stuff that would have been on the disc. <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus is like yeah, yeah, way more. It's way it's worth way more than it's than it costs. Yeah, it's better than like you know. I mean, Netflix has a lot more content now, but. It's better than Netflix in terms of it adds everything. Yeah, Netflix is just everything a movie. that yeah, it's just a movie. Disney Plus they give you everything that would have been on the disc. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you get all the special features, yeah. you get the behind the scenes, you get all the interviews. Yeah, it's, it's Disney Plus probably like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars worth of like content. You know, obviously some half the stuff is stuff you don't want or need, but yeah. you know, <laughs> it's still still crazy. But um, yeah, no, I mean it it, it should be interesting. Uh, from a business standpoint, I don't know. Like, I feel you kind of, you know, upend yourself by releasing it on demand and then immediately announcing that you're doing it on. I guess good practice, you know, like let people know, like just don't buy this on demand if you have Disney Plus and you don't feel you don't mind waiting a couple. Yeah, of weeks. that's true. Yeah, it'd be one thing to you know do that. I just feel like you know from business perspective, it'd be better just to like drop it. You know, yeah. on April third, and not let people know. <laughs> uh, but then you'll have a lot of people upset. Like, man, why did you say I wouldn't have bought it online? But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess the the on demand just for the people that don't have Disney Plus, and I guess those people just say, oh, maybe I should just get it. You know, if it's much yeah. cheaper. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know what their on demand numbers will be. Uh, we'll talk about on sports talk, on oh, sports on Hero Talk at some point. You know what the future of these movies look like you know will it will these movies start to come out on demand and you know be released online be put on disney plus for pay-per-view i mean these are things that these studios have to be considering you know there were rumors mm-hmm. warner brothers may have been considering it for uh wonder woman you know so we'll see what that means for uh i don't know if it'll mean anything for star wars they don't have anything coming out but just for disney as a company how that affects them yeah 
yeah, it should be, it will be very interesting, and, um, boy, I just can't wait for the day when we just start hearing that all these things that have been, where production was halted is back on, is back on track, and, and everything is back on track. Yeah. Ah, uh, just, <laughs> uh, just <laughs> counting the days, uh, of this quarantine. But all right, so uh, moving on to the next topic. So I did want to talk about the Kylo Ren comic book because I had recently finished the Kylo Ren comic book. The last issue had come out about a week and a half ago, I believe. Um, and uh, it's another Charles Soule comic. I thought it started out slow, not going to lie. And we had talked about it before. It started out slow. Uh, the first couple issues were very bizarre. You know, Snoke kind of just talking to Kylo Ren um Lord Santeca and Luke and Ben traveling off to places meeting the Knights of Ren Knights of Ren being led by this guy literally they literally call him Ren and he has a helmet and all that stuff and telling Ben Solo to come find me you know very bizarre very very strange bizarre stuff um uh but it, it, you know I think the last two issues were very good especially the last issue the last issue especially was very good. I think the conclusion kind of made up for the, the slower start. Um, and uh, I, I won't spoil it because I thought it was very good. I won't spoil the conclusion. But it is, I think it is fulfilling in terms of what, how Kylo Ren became Kylo Ren. And also the emotional complexities of the character and... Um, you know, kind of just seeing the struggle, the inner struggle that he was going through. And I think Charles Soule did a good job of kind of fleshing that out and seeing the progression of him turning into Kylo Ren and how Snoke and uh, the other Knights of Ren played an integral role in turning him into Kylo Ren. So I thought it was it was very, very well done. Um, I, 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 do, I do recommend it. I would say I recommend it. I don't think it's as good as his other work, personally. I know I was kind of through the moon hyped about it. Um, I thought I think some of his other work is actually uh, better personally. Though to be fair, I think the source material and just the movie and all this other stuff kind of just kind of just made everything a little more muddled <laughs> right. when it comes to the sequel trilogy and Kylo Ren's character. But um, it's either way, I still thought it was very good. And I thought the ending was very good as well. Um, so I definitely highly recommend uh, you all go out and pick that up, um, pick up the comic book series. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so just to uh, finish off the show, we can go ahead and review the last uh, two episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, and uh, we, the last one was, I believe, was Gone with a Trace. And the one before that was Unfinished Business. Uh, which that kind of finished off the whole Admiral Trench, um, Echo, Bad, then batch. Bad Batch arc. Um, which, man, this is it's just classic Clone Wars. You can tell this was written when they were in the thick of Clone Wars. Right. Because it's just classic, classic Clone Wars. It was very well written, well produced. The animation, top notch. The effects, top notch. The voice acting, top notch. Um and just the story, you know, I'm seeing even people online saying, oh, I got emotional when Echo was saluting with the other Bad Batch. And I'm like, oh, that my was God. crazy. That was crazy. I'm not going to lie. 
It was. It's. Yeah, I'm not saying I was crying, but <laughs> um, it was definitely like, wow, did not expect that. Yeah, did, I did not. We, expect thought, that. we were speculating when's uh, he going to turn. It was just evil. a matter of when he was going to turn, not even <laughs> if. I was just like, he's compromised completely. <laughs> when is he going to mess them up? When is he going to be like, I've always been evil. I am now a member. Of, I am now a separatist agent. <laughs> we were just waiting for that to happen. We were just, we were just we were waiting for him to be like John Diggle, like John, not, uh, no, uh, Andy Diggle. Yeah, Andy Diggle from uh, Arrow. From Arrow. Uh, sorry for if you if anyone out there that yeah. doesn't watch Arrow, but Andy Diggle. You just, spoiler alert. Spoiler Andy Diggle. Is evil. He was evil in the show, <laughs> and it was very, very tele- telegraphed. In <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was very bad. So, uh, so yeah, we were we were expecting that to happen, but it never happened. And I'm glad because Echo was a good character, and I didn't want him <laughs> to be Randy Diggle. Man. <laughs> I've always been evil, John. I've always been evil. Oh, it's like, oh my god, that no, was you're so gonna bad. get that with Echo. I've always been evil. I've always, always been evil Rex. I've always been evil Rex. You oh, just didn't so want to see it. So glad we never got that. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, so it. I, look, I thought that arc was very, very good. It was better than I expected it to be, and yeah. I was already looking forward to it. So I was very, very uh, happy with that. Can, how did you feel about how that arc? Yeah, uh, finished off. Um, I I thought it was cool. You know, I definitely think that. Uh, it's funny because I I mean I watched the uh, episode that they kind of that some of this. I didn't watch the Echo episodes that from from the original Clone Wars. Uh, series, but I watched the episode on 99, and you think about, you know, him as a character, and then how his legacy kind of, you know, transferred it over into the Bad Batch, and what they've become, and, mm-hmm. yeah, that's certainly interesting how that developed, and, um, they, 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 they had a nice little, they had a nice little chemistry to them, you know, definitely yeah. kind of gave me, like, a, almost like a Teenage Ninja Turtle type of vibe, yeah. you know, the way they interacted, that was kind of cool, but, um, you know, Echo's a good fit, obviously, you know, given what he's been through and uh it's, it was just cool to see him now associate with them you know he feels like he associates he can associate with them more than the rest of them at this point yeah and that's exactly. kind of it's kind of deep but it was and he's useful well too done. he's like he can plug into like anything yeah exactly yeah so so yeah yeah i thought that was really really cool um and we got the episode gone with a trace where ahsoka enters it goes into 1313 uh which i feel like this I have to try to look up when exactly that game was supposed to come out. I feel like this could have been almost like a, like a, um, a, a borderline backdoor pilot for the game almost. <laughs> underworld game. Yeah, it's the always underworld game that's supposed to be in thirteen thirteen. Um, uh, where not necessarily a pilot, but you know, just introducing you to that right. world. Like the High Republic was a was an era of great, you know, exactly. unrest in the galaxy where the <laughs> Jedi like... were doing so and so so and so. And it's like, okay, yes, that's why they dropped that name in there is because the game was coming out. <laughs> yeah. But I remember it was supposed to be a show like that as well. I think you're right. We were supposed to get the yeah, underworld show right. around that same time. Yeah. So I think so I think there's no coincidence that they had done this um this arc for this season at around that time. But I thought this was really solid. Does I mean, it still hold so up cuz that's the question. I mean, we're talking very 2005 stuff. Yeah. Does that still hold up in to me, 2020? It still holds up. Yeah, to yeah, me it's still interesting. Yeah, I mean that that part of Coruscant is it's always very, very, very fascinating. Um, it's like the very extreme, um, uh, the just the the I'm always fascinated by the extreme dichotomy of the super wealthy up top and the super poor down below. Right, and they're literally down below where there's no sunlight. It's always dark. 
there's always night lights and, and nefarious characters dealing spice and and all this other just bad stuff going on. So, um, so yeah, I think it'll be really, really fun seeing Ahsoka in that world. And I very liked, very much like the characters of Trace and Ra and what's her name, Rafa. Um, was that her name? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I know I their their last name, name, but they were like the Martez. Yeah, the Martez sisters. Yeah, so I I like their characters as well. I like the designs for both characters, um, and I think this is going to be a very. Uh, I think this could potentially be a very emotional arc. I feel like someone's not going to make it. I feel like someone's going to die. Um, yeah, I just I just have a bad feeling that someone someone's not going to make it here. Don't worry, they've been killing a lot of people lately. Yeah, they've so. yeah they've been taking advantage of that that new rating. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. No, I thought this was a cool introduction. Honestly, to me, I thought that episode was a little tame. You know, I thought it was kind of yeah. The episode itself, you know, was them trying to introduce where they're going with yeah. it. And I mean, it was a good like five six minutes of that robot running around. Uh, yeah, 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 trying right. to catch the robot. Right. So, um, Which it was fun. It was, it was cool to look at. But yeah. I. I mean, the coolest part of the episode to me was Ahsoka beating up those uh, beating up the goons. Yeah, the goons in the beginning of the episode really kind of puts in the con context like. You know, without a lightsaber, she's still like you know, yeah, very very tough to to stop. And then when you put together the fact that you know we just got the announcement about you know her being in Mandalorian, like yep. well, how will that look like? You know, will she be just as uh, you know depth of a fighter? You know, in the Mandalorian, that should be very interesting. But yeah, um, yeah no, I mean, I thought this was a, a team episode, but what what what's was incredible to me was I actually caught up on the end of uh, season. Six season five of the Clone Wars, uh, with the uh, the you know the exile of uh, Ahsoka out of the Jedi Order and stuff. That was right. We talk about a story, man. That was that was really good. Yep. I'm not gonna can't even can't even sugarcoat it. Can't even front like that was really really good television. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, better than anything I think I've seen on Rebels, better than anything I've seen on, on, on <laughs> Resistance, you know, I'm just, being, I'm just being frank, in terms of a three, four episode arc, I mean, those last four episodes of that season were just so good, I don't know how people, like, and you've already advised me, and, uh, you know, Disney Plus did not include on the essential episodes, uh, season six, where you told me it was just the Yoda Chronicles, it was... You know, I know Qui Gon just talking to Yoda and Yoda, yeah. Yoda hearing voices and yep. just weird stuff, and so I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll check that out at some point. But Look, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's not it's Clone Wars. It's not bad. Right, right. right. You know, it's still better than Rebels and Resistance, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, it's not as good as the other stuff. I'm right. Keep it real. And what was crazy to me, the most mind blowing thing about those that arc was so I'm watching this. Uh, this is maybe episode 18, I think it was, of season 5, when, uh, this is, this is when the, the Jedi Temple is bombed, and they already have the girl in custody, the guy's wife, the, the worker's wife, who, I don't know, you remember this stuff, right? Um, they had, uh... So the Jedi Temple was bombed by yeah, the, the bombed, worker's right. wife, or the worker bombed, but he, you know, because it was planted by the, the woman, mm -hmm. you know, and... So they have her in custody, and like right. they're talking about you know what to do with her, and the military is like you know we're gonna take her or whatever. And I see this, this general dude, I'm like this guy kind of like Tarkin, and then I like and yeah. then I Google Tarkin yeah. Clone Wars, and I'm like, and then they start saying you know Admiral Tarkin, I'm like yo they had Tarkin in this? Oh yeah, Tarkin was in it. 
Yeah, there's a whole arc. You gotta. Uh, that's what I'm saying, yo. You gotta watch. You you gotta just watch the whole thing. Yeah, man. I gotta go back, man. Obi Wan had a whole thing with Tarkin, him and Tarkin, and a bunch of other dudes, and I'm just like, yo, Tarkin. Yeah, this is crazy. It's it is yo. You got. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Clone Wars is on another level. Yeah. Lucas wasn't holding back. Yeah, Lucas, Lucas. Filoni, they were they were not holding back. <laughs> You know, yeah, it was, but yeah, that whole the whole series is gold. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, it, it's it's crazy. Um, that's why I'm so fascinated to see how this is gonna end because, like, yeah, you know, I, yeah, it's assuming crazy, they've added new stuff, like what, yeah. like what is that going to be? What is that gonna look like? Will Order sixty six be in it? What will that look like? You know, those types of things are gonna be super fascinating to see. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be. It really is gonna be something else. Um. So yeah, I'm just very very excited. I love both of these episodes. I've I thought every, I think every episode so far has been brilliant. Um, is so, there any chance? I mean, it's probably not gonna happen, but uh, is there any chance we see Tom? Uh, I highly highly doubt it. I mean, they had they had basically already finished the season, I, I believe. Right, it would only be a cameo. Thing. Yeah, it, it would just like be we got a cameo, Kane or we got Kane in the trailer. Yeah, that's just cameo. And and Lucas was working on this with them, and Lucas didn't like Thrawn, so I don't You're think right. Thrawn would. <laughs> I don't think he would approve if Thrawn were in the Clone Wars. Um, though, though, um, in terms of timeline, it wouldn't be out of the question. Right. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so that will do it for this show. Um, uh, you know, of course, the Star Wars news has been a little thin lately uh, with all the quarantining and uh, the whole virus outbreak that's been going on. But we'll be trying to keep you guys um, in tune with everything that's going on. I'm going to be trying to catch up in the Star Wars comic uh, as well as the Darth Vader comic and the Bounty Hunter comic that recently came out as well. So I'll be able to try to keep you guys updated on that. Uh, the Resistance novelization is out. I am going to try to get to that, but I will be going at my own pace. Um, I mean, just being real, just how I felt about the movie. Okay, so I just didn't, I'm not as enthused <laughs> to rush through that one as I would be for other Star Wars novelizations. But I will be slowly going through it, and I will eventually be able to review that on this show. Uh, but that will do it for this one. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Everything you'll get through, just make the force be with you. Don't pat alone, don't pat alone, don't pat alone.